everybody. Welcome to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue-by-issue retrospective on Nintendo Power. The unofficial podcast, actually. Uh, now, if there's a official Nintendo Power podcast out there, I figured we should uh, probably let everybody know. This is a mature content um, podcast that is not affiliated with Nintendo <laughs> in any way, in any official capacity. Or unofficial uh, capacity, really. <laughs> yeah, in any capacity, pretty much. <laughs> So uh, we, we uh, read through Nintendo Power magazines front to back. We've been doing it since even before issue one, uh, even back to the Super Power Club. And uh, yeah, and we do a lot of off-color jokes, making fun of each other, especially Mike's mom. Uh, you know, we have debates about which end of the mermaid you'd rather have sex with, uh, that kind of thing. So if you're into that, hang out with us. You have a good time. I am your host, Ben. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mike. Hey. And John. It's which version of the mermaid, not which end. I mean, <laughs> you're always wanting oh. to have sex with the human part. True. Well, I don't know. Maybe you're into something really fishy smelling. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Maybe you want to scratch cloaca off your list. <laughs> Carpe diem. <laughs> Carpe dam. <laughs> oh, uh, before we go any further, I did want to mention if anyone wants to support the show, we are in need of fresh donations on our Patreon uh, to help us pay for hosting. We're going to need it again for next year, and there's some exclusive content up there. And if you have ideas for exclusive content, we're more than willing to listen. So that's patreon.com slash Power. You can find all of our other stuff on playingwithpowerpodcast.com, yeah. including or old issues and uh, links to our Facebook page, which we frequently update, and a Twitter account. Yeah, we need supporters because you forgot to renew your card or fold it away. You know who you are. <laughs> Mike is Mike is a vengeful host. <laughs> Do not promise me a rose garden and then give me friggin' a pile of shit. <laughs> I'm going to be right, drinking all episode, by the way, so this will be interesting. Yeah, I what hope. are you drinking tonight? Uh, abso- uh, an entire bottle of Absolute is my goal. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Do we need to keep the paramedics on standby? <laughs> if I if you hear, like, aspirated vomiting, then uh, call the police. <laughs> but if you're a big thud and you don't answer at all. <laughs> you know what? I'd be yeah. fine if I had alcohol poisoning because my government likes to take care of its citizens. I have health insurance. Thank God. No, oh, by God, podcast. we don't have a, we don't have estate taxes at least. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. So <laughs> wait, my changed now. It used to be fi- everything over five million was taxed. Now it's everything over ten. <laughs> oh, okay. My bad. So yeah, the, the final change actually, it's kind of stupid because like. I mean, how many estates fall into that <laughs> window? Like, oh, you know, my $8 million estate makes all the difference. Oh, yeah, like, no. okay. I don't know. Eh, whatever. Yeah. But the ultra-rich will still be hit just as hard. It saves it saves everybody that has, like, a billion-dollar estate, like, four mm-hmm. and a half million dollars or something, I guess. Is yeah. Which, when you're a billionaire, a million dollars is just, like, really? Yeah, I'm sure. We all know. We, we all... <laughs> We can all relate to that, you know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> of course. So, what, we're issue 78, November? Well, I could until somebody yeah. cut the funding to our damn podcast. So, I did neglect to mention what issue the podcast we're on. We're on uh, November of 1995, volume 78. On the cover is Mortal Kombat 3, or MK3 for short. The Darkwing Duck edition, apparently. 
<laughs> yeah, this is a horrible piece of art. Who is this guy supposed to be? That's a scorpion? No, it's one of the new characters that never caught on. Scorpwing Duck. Jax? Scorpwing Duck. <laughs> Scorpwing Jazz. Mm. Okay, they mentioned the hot contest for win WWF the arcade game, in-depth Spider-Man and Venom, separate anxiety, Boogerman, and Secret Evermore. Oh, wow, so you get to play all the characters in the World Wildlife Federation. All right. <laughs> but they have I a- would... I would play a panda wrestling game. That'd be awesome. That would be extremely boring. Just sitting around eating bamboo. Yeah. No, if they're wrestling. If it was <laughs> and then wrestling rolling, with a and panda. rolling off an enclosure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like just like turnbuckle WWE, like have the mm-hmm. rock as a ref and just two pandas. <laughs> I see. Going at it. So or you could, there's a you go to sorry. stand on the turnbuckle and then you just like curl up and fall off. No, like, you can control them. Like, I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Okay. Mike, in the in the Secret Evermore, in the O, there's, like, a face of something? Like a dog or something? What is that? That, I have no... I really have no idea. There's nothing okay. like that in the game. I think it looked... It looks like they took, like, some... Some art from something else and just thought, let's just put that in there. Okay. Maybe that's the secret of Evermore. <laughs> it's a mummified dog. <laughs> All right, moving on to the inside cover. I have an advertisement the here. The mummified dog, Mutton Common. <laughs> of, right. uh, looks like Jack McBrayer with his tongue stuck to a, a light pole. Oh, no, we have uh, no. we have Osama Bin Laden uh, meditating. <laughs> really? <laughs> it says, after Jimmy quit his job at the Mega Mart... He set out to find the answers to questions way deeper than where's the cheddar whiz. So and it you, looks like he, it looks like he's flipping off the guy. If you look at his fingers, he's like <laughs> yeah, he's meditating doing that. diaper pose. He's doing that, yeah, but where well, the way he has the, the way he has his middle finger bent, it looks like he's flipping you off even though it's just it's like bent. fuck you, come again. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, apparently there were different versions. I the, have uh, uh, yeah, I'm back to I'm back to having physical copies again. I found them Yay. in my garage. So yeah, did I've got we get Jack, a scan of the Canadian Brayer. version? Uh, <laughs> who knows? Usually that the ads are different depending on what uh, part of the subscription like zone you're in. If you're like towards the end of one, it's a different message. Huh. Anyways, so this guy looks like Jack McBrayer, and he's he's echoing a Christmas story with his tongue stuck to a light pole, and it says "stuck and freeze dried is no way to go through life." Whoever said what you don't know won't hurt you was a bonehead or for sure never played Killer Instinct. And mm. because if you don't know how to duck a cyber claw from Saber Wolf, let's just say it's it's going to tickle. <laughs> and, and that's why they say you should subscribe to Nintendo Power. All right. Yeah, th- this one is a little racist because it says, because after seeing the guy folded up in Swami style, it says, that's how most mystic meditation guys get started in the business. Something crazy happens and suddenly they're wearing shorts that look like diapers, sitting on nails and spending the whole day searching to answer life's greatest secrets. Bam! Just like that insta-swami. Funny thing is, you don't need a turban or nail holes in your butt to get the most important answers to life. You just need to keep getting Nintendo power. For you, that's easy. Just renew with this card and we'll send you another year's worth of magazines and other great benefits. After all, what's the point of searching for answers when you can get them delivered to your house for 18 bucks? 
So, yeah, kind of semi-racist. It'd be funnier if it said, like, Osama says this is the bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say no, Sama, to an instant renewal. (laughs) We'll fly this right to your house. (laughs) Look at our inside coverage on how to melt steel beams. Alright. <laughs> Alright, moving on to the inside, uh, another page here. We have the table of contents, and this is, I gotta say, the best looking table of contents I've seen since they changed the layout. You can read it. <laughs> yes, you yes. can read it. It's a very clear logo in the center. It only took them, what, three. It only took them, what, six years of printing this magazine before <laughs> they realized how to make the contents page legible. Oh, they, they had it right before they just screwed it up yeah. with their mid-90s fad. This whole year has been just an abortion until now. Yeah, pretty much. So they have full coverage of Mortal Kombat 3, Spider-Man and Venom, Separation Anxiety, Big Sky Trooper, Boogerman, Zoop, and then for Virtual Boy, they have Waterworld and Virtual League Baseball. And then for Game Boy, they have Killer Instinct, Super Return of the Jedi, and Defender slash Joust. And then they also have a 10th anniversary special section in here. And then I want to read a little bit of what they say about Boogerman. They say, he may not be the sweetest smelling superhero in the world, but when there's a nose to pick or a zit to pop, people everywhere call on Boogerman. Our in-depth review gives you the straight poop on one of the ickiest adventures in gaming history. <laughs> so Nintendo has officially printed the word poop. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen the pop? Like it's the popping subreddit where people just put videos. Nope. Of the, nope. Uh, nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, apparently he knows what you're talking about. <laughs> well, they get they get those like carbuckles where they're like <laughs> you literally scoop it out. It looks just like, <laughs> like oh, like zip popping. I'm retching over here. Yeah. Don't but, no. <laughs> no. Oh. But it looks like cottage cheese when it comes out. Oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> the white oh, stuff. So gross. Oh, oh, they always oh. had those videos on Tosh. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like someone like in a, you know, in a doctor's office, and there's like all this pus coming out of something. Mm. I always like cover my eyes when that comes up. I can't do it. It's so disgusting. Sometimes it comes out like a puddle. Sometimes it comes out like a tapeworm. <laughs> like I have no problem watching when like someone's foot breaks and it's just like dangling there. Oh God. <laughs> like that doesn't bother me. <laughs> but when they bring out like the pus squeezing part, oh, I can't handle it. It's so disgusting. Because <laughs> you know it smells to high heaven too. Yeah. Time for time to see the sebum. And then he just put it on some toast and... Mm. <laughs> Poor Ben. <laughs> you're, the one dr- you're the one downing a bottle of alcohol, but it looks like he's the one that's going to throw up first. Yeah. Well, I'm almost finished my first beer, so I might need another one to get me through this. Yeah, and poor Booger, man. It looks like in one, <laughs> he looks so dainty, like he's taking a basket to a picnic. But then in the second picture, he looks like like Taco Tuesday's paying off in the worst way. Mm. Took a trip to Taco Bell. All, All right. right, and then so then there's Mortal Kombat 3 coverage. You waited in long lines. You've coughed up the quarters along with everyone else. Now take a look at the SNES version. We have the exclusive arcade combat codes. While And while you shouldn't play with fire, we'll show you how to play with smoke. As well as... Is that the character in the front? Yeah. We'll find out. 
Um, and then and we get to see some nice screenshots. The the one in the middle looks like the predator screaming at somebody so hard that their soul gets blasted out of their body. Hmm. All right, let's move on. Let's speed up here. Players Slow pulse. Down. I'm gonna get the first one. Kevin O'Brien from Leo Minster, Massachusetts says, as is the case with most magazines, yours is great. <laughs> what? But I, is that a compliment? I, I guess. I, I don't know. That's a weird compliment. I have no standards when it comes to magazines. I call <laughs> right. them all good. You know, I've got no taste in women, so mm. maybe you're the best. <laughs> Reader's Digest, you're the bomb. You're the best around. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I mean around I can... in this room because there's probably greater people out there, but you know. You're close and you're good, so uh, yeah, whatever. That's, that's the joke. But I can still find a few areas I would like to see improved upon. First, I normally like the reviews, but feel that many of the articles are for three-year-olds. Oh, really? Yes. I think we can handle a little more than what you're giving us. Second, while I like Donkey Kong Country, it is not the best game ever, as you seem to think. Oh! Every issue lately has had something related to Donkey Kong Country in it. It's getting a little annoying. So, sorry if I sound like one of those people who could never be satisfied. I'm not. I just, I still think your mag is super, just with a few f- minor flaws. Hmm. He sounds like the kind of guy we should have on the podcast. <laughs> super critical. You know, your there podcast you is fine. Although, like, I do like all podcasts. <laughs> all right. And. <laughs> Mike, you need to take this next one uh, from Jamie. Yeah, but uh, the other one, the next one after it's about Earthbound. Yeah, but this one's from Ontario. David Borzakowski from Niagara on the Lake, Ontario says, Niagara favorite- on the Lake? <laughs> Another all the, fi- lake all the, all the fish town. just float to the top and they just stay there. <laughs> One of the favorite sections in your magazine is the player's pulse. I think you should make it larger, though. I think that you should print more letters and print the envelope art bigger. I think you should also write more replies to letters. Except for that, don't change anything else because it's perfect the way it is. Wow. Here, here. It's like It's like Mike wrote in a letter under a pseudonym. Yeah, well, they ripped off. They ripped me off the first time I sent them a letter, so fuck them. <laughs> so we get to see the, some lovely envelope art of Chrono Trigger, Mega Man and Proto Man, uh, the, the Koopas from Mario 3, Kirby just chilling out in the sun, Dr. Mario, and The Tick. And all of these envelopes are top-notch quality as far as I'm... Like, they're like comic level comic book level quality i'm happy with them what is and the one of them what is, is from the, mississauga what is the um speech bubble on the tick say excuse me do you have a mop what well uh, the room looks messy spoon. yeah it should say spoon god damn it <laughs> why do i know the name missagua mississauga whatever that is it should be mississauga but they fucked it up it's spelled Masaga, um, and there okay. is no Masaga. What, what is that? Why do we know that? The uh, loser at the last uh, beauty, beauty pageant. Mike? What? I thought you were asking him. I, I want to know, him. why do we know that? Is that a city near you or something? Mississauga is a city in Ontario, okay. but they does misspelled that... it as Masaga. I hate you so much. Is it near you or not? <laughs> Fuck, hold on. I'll check. Oh. Massage Misogyny, Ontario. <laughs> Misogyny, Ontario. All right. God damn it. Location. Thought, well, Mike's the, the house. way he said it, I thought he meant like. Okay, never mind. Whatever. 
Okay. And there's Carrie, our very own Winnipeg, Manitoba. It's four and a half hours away. Oh, okay. So you'll never go there. Do the next letter too, Mike, because it's Earthbound. All right. I recently finished Earthbound, my man, and I loved it. Oh, yeah. I played many good epics such as Secret of Mana and Final Fantasy III. I love this guy. But Earthbound humorous graphics and dialogue plus its vibrating battle backgrounds make for an interesting, fun, and difficult journey. I have a few questions. <laughs> Will there be an Earthbound 2? Oh, so sorry. Pokey seemed pretty set on revenge at the end of this one. Second, what were the models of the heroes and monsters in the Earthbound Player's Guide made of? Oh, that's pretty and good. That was by Carrie Danizuski from Englewood, Ohio. Not Inglewood, California. It says, actually, Earthbound is a sequel. The original NES game wasn't published in North America. No word on the third installment. The models were made of clay for the player's guide in Japan. And there was a sequel called Mother 3. And that was released for the Game Boy Advance, but only in Japan. Because just like the original, Earth, just like the original Mother game, it came out too late to be considered worthy of adapting for that current system. Mother, tell your children not to walk my way. Oh, man. Is that Danzig? Is that Danzig? I, who is that? Who did do that song? I think that's, I think that's right. Mm. All right. Rhett Finkley of Dwillin, Virginia. Vagina. I'm <laughs> concerned about... Dillwin. Oh, yeah, you know is Dil- Dilwyn that vagina. Oh, yeah, Dilwyn the vagina. Let's hear right. about it, Rhett. I am concerned about the new 64. My main reason is temptation to buy another system, namely a Sega Saturn or a Sony PlayStation. I have been a loyal buyer of your products and have never bought any other system. I have looked at the pictures in Nintendo Power <laughs> of some of the games, and they look great, but April... 1996, when the 64 is scheduled to ship, is a long time away. You're gonna have to wait longer, my friend. I want to get one, but it might be too late, and I might be a rival system beside my TV the time the... Well, yeah. By the time the 64 comes out. We hear your concerns, Rhett. You can bet that we thought about them before making the decision to delay the 64, but take a look at this next letter. I'll do that one, too. Tom Ellis... Of Maui, Maui, Hawaii. Mammy. <laughs> Mammy. Mammy. <laughs> Mammy, Ohio. I hate that fucking frog. <laughs> when I was young, me and my mommy had beef. 17 years old, kicked down on the street. All right, more vodka. Over the years, reading many so called non biased. <laughs> In other words, tolerate Mike Juice. Over the years, reading many so-called non-biased video games, in parentheses, or quotations, that's the word, my impression is that these magazines are indeed biased. Biased against Nintendo. This guy would go on to be a speechwriter for Trump. In almost every situation, <laughs> there is a chance to compare Sega and Nintendo. Most of these hotshot editors and fake news media are immediately brown-nosing Sega, praising it for bringing out the systems first. Well, I'm going to here to make Nintendo great again. The only reason for that we is have Sega passed is out. We more have made concerned. more games for Nintendo than any other system. We did it. <laughs> we're finally taking back games. Our games. Everybody says we have the greatest games. Our games the best are games. Bigly. Everybody knows that. Bigly. 
<laughs> we're gonna be we're gonna be bringing back the new 64. It's gonna be huge. It's so, gonna be it's gonna be bigly. People so said we had small controllers. Look at these. These controllers aren't small, and if, if these controllers aren't small. There's no problem inside. I guarantee you. Sega me. Sega came to my office, and he believed they do anything, anything to get on top of the market. If you know what I mean. All right, uh, let's see. The Nintendo, only reason <laughs> Nintendo said that they were making good games, and you know what? I believe he means it. <laughs> Gail Tilden Pocahontas. I mean, all right, let's see. <laughs> the only reason that Sega is more concerned with beating the competition at the starting line than with the overall quality of its products and the true game experience. To me, the delay of the 64 just strengthened my face in Nintendo. Oh, double down, Tom Ellis! The fa my faith in Nintendo even more. Uh, Nintendo's reason for the delay? We want to give our programmers more time to study the capabilities of the Ultra so that we can create a fully awesome games. This proves to me that Nintendo cares more about the quality of its games and gaming experience for players. Nintendo's priorities are straight, not gay. Hear it straight. Mm. Mm. Tom Ellis. Mm. Mammy! The other, <laughs> the other reason is they made it really impossible to develop the N64. <laughs> it was not an easy uh, program. No, it's a pain in the ass. All right, Ben, you want to take All this? All right. Yes. Uh, well, I'm going to let Mike do the Earthbound uh, okay. poem. But first, let's hear about the grand prize winner for Nintendo Power Volume 72, Chris Estrada, who won a trip to the Bass Masters Classic in Greensboro, North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, it says the first day asked Chris Chris snagged a fish almost as soon as he dipped his hook in the water. Mm. Okay, it was catfish, not a bass. And all right, it was pretty puny. But Chris immediately picked up the anthem of fishermen everywhere. You should have seen the one that got away. Chris also snared the autograph of one of the pro anglers, Mark Davis. Oh, yes, of course. The next day, Mark scored tremendous. I have so many behind. Mark Davis stories. You wouldn't believe how popular Mark Davis is. To total great friend of mine can't say enough great things about me. Loves me. Just loves me. Mark Davis never met with the Russians. <laughs> and if uh, and if he did, and if he did, and that's a big if, nothing came of it. <laughs> he was, so they were only here to ask for directions away from here. <laughs> They wanted oh to know. God. They it's wanted to know where kidding. Hillary's headquarters was. Everybody knows I had the biggest bass. <laughs> Melania has the biggest bass around. It's beautiful. It's huge. <laughs> Is right. this kid in witness protection? Uh, what? Why? He has a shaded face. Whatever. You got to learn to speak, Mike. All right. Uh, let's see. Chris also won a boatload of prizes, including Bassmaster's Classic Super NES from THQ. Dude, slow down. Chris even battled the bugs to watch the pros launch their boats at 5.30 in the morning. Now that's dedication. There's a 5.30 in the morning? Oh my gosh. Okay, All so right. John the, Allen Pearson... The only, time, the only time I've ever been up at 5.30 in the morning is when I've still been drinking from the night before <laughs> yeah uh, 5.30 in the morning is for going to bed not waking up <laughs> that's not true I remember you've been up at 5.30 in the morning John polar bear for swim for the polar bear swim <laughs> yes <laughs> that was uh, you, Boy Scout camp you had to get up if you wanted to earn like this uh, 
I don't know, special designation for the week kind of thing. He wanted to earn his ice ball. He wanted to learn it. He wanted to earn his ice balls badge. It was a patch. You and I was one year short of the lifetime. I got like year five or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. Six years? That's how many many they made you do? It's ridiculous. It was five or six. I forget. I'm basically I'm I'm on the last year from lifetime. Oh wow. I did it. I think one time, and that was enough. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess I have done it now, and I'm mm. I'm good. Yeah, so, let me go for a swim. John Allen Pearson from Chico, California, says, "Earth bound. What's that sound? Earth bound. What's shaking the ground? Earth bound. What's possessing the hounds? Earth bound. It's coming to your town. Earth bound. It's in your home. Into your homes. Its way has found earth." Bound, it's got Boom. you wired and wound. Boom. Earth bound, Boom. it's making your head go Boom. pound. Earth bound, and it won't quiet down. Earth bound, so you better play it loud. Peace. Wow. Whoa there. Yeah. Moving on into the power charts. Top That's, five. The, this was the past can just be described as a rolling whiteout. What? what? Because of how bad we are at any rhythm in R&B. Never uh, mind. Okay. Moving on to the power charts again. Super NES Top 5. Number 5, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. Number 4, The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. Number 3, Chrono Trigger. Number 2, Donkey Kong Country. And number 1, Killer Instinct. Wow. Got great inserts here of uh, a skeleton fighting a lava, the lava guy. Donkey and Dinky swimming in the ocean, and then we get to see a nice scene from Chrono Trigger with Lavo with Magus staring across the ocean, saying, "Unimaginable is the power of Lavos." Did you just call him Dinky? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> All right. No respect. No respect What's for the, the Kong family. Top five Game Boys, Mike. Okay, Kirby's Dream Land 2, number 5. At number 4, Tetris. At number 3, Metroid 2, Return of Samus. Wow, 47 months in and still holding the top 3. That's pretty darn good. Too bad we never played this game. <laughs> Donkey Kong Land at number 2, and Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening at number 1. Let's see their top 5 RPGs, according oh, to yeah. them. Oh, yeah. Give it to we me. We got Mana, Evermore, Earthbound, Final Fantasy 3, and Chrono Trigger. <laughs> And they're oh. actually going to chart Virtual Boy games. Yes. Number five, Mario Clash. Number four, Mario's Tennis. Number three, Wild Land. Number two, Red Alarm. And number one, Galactic Pinball. Mm. <laughs> and this list will never change <laughs> until it goes away. This list will not appear next month. All right. <laughs> and uh, let's see. We have our Mortal Kombat 3 coverage. Hooray! Yay! It was Cyrax is the guy on the cover, by the way. Oh, okay, of course. <laughs> How could I forget him? Mm. All right, who had to play this? Uh, maybe we didn't give it out. Because <laughs> what? Oh no, I'm gonna look for this. Uh. I'm pretty sure this is Mike. All right, Mike, did you play this? Nope. Oh, <laughs> Uh, I, I played Secret of Evermore and Boogerman. I said you have Mortal Kombat 3, Boogerman, and Defender Joust for Game Boy. I Boom. Was, I was going to get to it, but then I was playing good games. Oh, <laughs> you failed. All right, so All Mortal right, Kombat maybe 3 people is... Would, maybe people would, would shell out more money for the Patreon if you actually did some homework, Mike. Mm. 
I could say the other way around. Maybe if people actually chipped into the Patreon, I'd be more motivated. <laughs> it's a chicken or the egg. Oh, we'll never, never good know. enough, huh? All right. Well, let's bungle our way through Mortal Kombat 3. Uh, well, I never make, played this well, one. Mike takes a piss all over our Patreon donors. There you go. All right. Just the one. All you are. <laughs> Just the one. <laughs> Sophie, we never hear from you. I've tried to send you messages about Patreon-only content, but you never respond. Let me know if you're getting them. Yeah, Sophie, you're the best. You are. You are the best. Probably just forgot that you were giving us money, but it's still all good. It's all good. That $5 a month really comes in handy. We thank you. Shh, baby. Shh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So apparently there's a centaur in this one. Were you aware of this? I did, oh my god, is it right. Newton? Is it Newt? Motaro? No, ja- yeah, it's Motaro. That's right. Alright, let's scroll through here. So, let's see different characters. We've got Sonya again. I know what she is. Shang Tsung, he was the bad guy in one of them, right? He was the bad guy at the, uh, the first one, right? Okay. He can morph into the form of all the MK3 contestants except Smoke. Who is pretty so much a who is pretty much a skin of someone else that he can turn into. So, all of them. And we have and the we token have... token Indian character Nightwolf. Where are you seeing Nightwolf? What? Page seventeen. Oh, you're skipping ahead. Oh, you're skipping ahead I'm, like five pages. I'm playing I a mic. We gonna, <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about their fatalities and stuff. Working Sonya on the to... Nightwolf. <laughs> Sonya seems to throw this weird blue web. Shang Tsung turns into a. Uh, a tapeworm. <laughs> the animality. Animality. Yeah. And then there's Sindel, who looks kind of like a... Skunk? Kind of like, like Elvira. If Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, had an extreme makeover. Or she it's fucked like a, a really, skunk. really poor um, cosplay for Elvira, basically. <laughs> it's like, I got big boobs and colored hair. I nailed it. Hold on, I need a vest. She fits reason. right in with the Kardashians. All right. And then there's Kano with um, with a slightly metal face, and his fatality is to go cyborg Superman and shoot a laser out of his eye. Slightly metal face, not cyborg. Nope, slightly metal. Just a piece of metal on his face. And then Jax yeah, has... Yeah, it's just ro- a piece, like, Phantom, like a Phantom of the Opera mask. Jax has robot arms, so, yep. Mm-hmm. Which uh, makes masturbation a challenge, but that just, that, that just makes it hotter. Mm-hmm. The fact that it could be his last time. He, he has a friendship ending where he uh, <laughs> skips jump rope. That's funny. Crushes your dick like an aluminum can. <laughs> we have Liu Kang. He uh, lights someone on fire with a fatality. Mm-hmm. Then we have a really lame one named Striker. He's oh fra- my God, he's, he's frat a douche bro. bro. Yeah. He's- <laughs> But that Yo, guy, the guy, the guy, this is Striker representing Phi Beta Lambda. Whoa! <laughs> his, fatality, his fatality okay. is don't tase me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> his fatality is is like a uh, keg stand. <laughs> All lives matter. Pow, pow, pow. His, fa- his fatality is that he crushes your, your skull against his like a beer can. <laughs> his fat- and then you play Pong with your innards. His fatality is racial profiling. <laughs> uh, uh, Sub Zero showing his, his fatality uh, face is he rapes you in your sleep when you're drunk at his at his party. Mm. That's that's his friendship. <laughs> <laughs> See, look, he has even his friendship is a stop sign. It's like 
You know, no means no, except when you're drunk. Yeah, mm. if you're drunk, then everything means yes. And I didn't realize that they actually showed Sub-Zero's face like at one point, but apparently they did. Yeah. And they made him lame and showed his face. What? I thought so, he looked like a skull underneath. Apparently just a dude. God, and he, looks we, like, he looks like a Zardoz version of Ash from Evil Dead. And then we... <laughs> wow. Wow. And then we have uh, the laziest uh, trick in the book. Two color-skinned characters, Cyrax and Sector, who are the same. Hold on, hold on. We, you forgot Sub-Zero's friendship, which was oh. he, make, he turns himself into a snowman. <laughs> hmm. All right, yeah, Gyrax and Sector... Both look Cyrax, the same. That was the Cyrax, They only look the same, except Cyrax has a babality, which mm. is really, really he, cute and funny. He basically spe- he spells babality out in blocks while you turn into an infant. And then the fatality uh, one. He looks like he spits a for the fatality for Sector. Looks like he spits out a tuning fork out of his chest. <laughs> and then the other one is he blows fire at you. Sector likes to pinch the heads off his foes with his portable trash compactor. When you're told to finish your opponent, <laughs> what? Stand, what? Stand All the things you can put in a cyborg. And pre- press low punch, run twice, and hit the block button. Where's the garbage can? So he compacts you into a Wally-style trash ball. <laughs> he turns nice. you into a companion cube from from a portal. Mm-hmm. Night Wolf. My favorite character. Uh, I love, no, I, love, I love token Indian characters. <laughs> his, his fatality is that he curls you up into a ball and throws you out of the car of his window. Out of the window of his car as he drives by along the highway. And then he shits Night, a tear for you. Nightwolf's fatality. Now you're fighting with power. Nightwolf gets a charge out of pulling out his lightning fast fatality. Stand back from your defeat opponent. Pass back, back down and tap the high punch button if you stand within leg sweep range of your enemy lightning won't strike fuck they make these things so precise and difficult like just let me press some buttons and make some shit happen just like it like make it call of duty style like press f to pay your respects like press f <laughs> <for> fatality <laughs> all right then we have the mighty shiva <clears throat> how does the, how does it go in the league shiva kamadi oh, uh, god it's really long but yeah, they, they named their uh, trophy, the trophy after Shiva. Oh my gosh, uh, this lady belongs in porn simply for the fact of those arms. It's like, she is like the Bukaki queen. She has four arms, like Goro, and she de-skins you with her fatality in one of them. Or uh, straight up gives you a pile driver. And it looks like, let's see here, Shiva is fresh out of logs and telephone poles. So this pathetic human will have to suffice. Mm. I can't tell what's happening. All right. We have Just Kung pa- Lao, which, who makes good chicken, and Kabal. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, he's a, a Raiden impersonator mm-hmm. with his little, oh, I have a metal straw hat. Woohoo. No, oh, Jesus. He's wearing, I can see his ass in the mm. hat throw. Mm. He's just wearing a loincloth, for God's sake. Yeah. Ugh. Don't ever pick him. All right, let's see. Also, to play as Smoke, hold left and the A button on the copyright screen and wait for it to fade out. Then hold right and the B button on the Williams Entertainment screen and wait for it to fade out. Finally, hold the X and Y buttons until the quote fades out. 
If you did it right, smoke will appear on the Mortal Kombat 3 screen. In other words, in other words, instead of just leaving uh, Scorpion in there, they make you do this convoluted garbage to find fake Scorpion. Mm-hmm. All right. And then we do, we talked about, did we talk about Cabal, who basically just, yeah, he's the one that screams your soul out. There's an exclusive <laughs> no, mode for Nintendo Power players. Get tougher with a tough combatant mode code. This exclusive code is for members for the readers of Nintendo Power magazines. That's kind of interesting. There's a, there's a Galaga code as well. <laughs> They've hidden Galaga in the in the game. That's awesome. That Mortal Kombat guy's playing Galaga. He thinks we didn't notice, but we did. It's like, it's like the parent code. If your parents walk in, you just like punch that in. Oh, look, Mom, I'm playing Galaga, see? Yep, I've been out here for two and a half hours, and, I'm made, and I made it to the start screen. <laughs> as soon as you walk in. Nothing Bones. suspicious here. But you're a parent, so you don't know how games work. Bone so. Storm. <laughs> I'm putting in my name, Thrill House. All right. Uh. <laughs> All right, next section is about the 10 years of NES history. Oh, it's been a journey. Yep, don't forget says- the robot. So they're going over the history of Nintendo Power. I mean, Nintendo itself, sorry, NES. They have some cool photos in here of early NES designs. Some of them are really kind of futuristic looking. Uh, They don't have, like, the patented, like, red and black colors on them. It's just sort of gray and, like, metallic. Mm. And they had uh, infrared components, (laughs) which they noted didn't work great when you moved around during gameplay. (laughs) I'm loving yeah. this, like, where's Rob now? I so, like, love this. That's <laughs> the star of the show. He debuted by ripping a TV apart. Then he took play, then he took part in Hands Across America. Let's, no, let's go through this whole thing, because this All is right. the best part of the whole okay. article here. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. All right, let's linger. Okay. So, 85, what did he do, Ben? 1985. Uh, oh, your name's Ben now, apparently, fucker. <laughs> Rob cracked the tube when the NES debuted in October of 85. It was only the first prominent role he would play in his life. <laughs> All right, Mike. Mike. <laughs> it happened in 1986. Give the guy a hand. In 1986, Rob helped celebrate the unity of man and robot kind by being one link in hands across America. <laughs> <laughs> in 1987, Rob landed on the moon for an ultra-secret mission. Do moon dust bunnies exist? Only Rob knows, and he's not telling. I would tell you, but then I would have to kill you. I, I hope that his last year he becomes Rob Lowe. <laughs> and stars in a sex tape with the underage girl. Sex lies and CD ROMs. Um, 1988's Cyberhunk Rob modeled for the MTV Awards statuette. He was immediately mobbed by bleach blondes and bustiers. And ripped off 20 years later by CeeLo Green at the awards. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? Yes. When he showed up at the awards dressed up as a fucking golden icon or something? Yes. That was he was supposed to be C-3PO, right? <laughs> C-3PO. Well, they had like... No, they had like stormtroopers dressed up, right? As the band, and then... Oh, um, well, that was when he was on some show, but I think he was just dressed up as a Jedi at the time when he was... Uh, what's his face? <laughs> in DJ Danger, Danger Mouse, Mouse was dressed up as a de- Jedi. His, yeah. 
His song came on at work uh, last year, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, which version of this is going to play? And me and my coworker are sitting there, I see you driving around town with the girl I love, and I'm like, fuck you. We're like, yeah, oh my god, we had to like go rip yeah. the speaker out. It's the hardcore <laughs> one. Woo. Okay, so who's, ta- who's talking 1989? Uh, Ben. That you. would be you, Mike. All right. I know patterns are hard for you, but yeah. Freedom rings in East Berlin. Rob was one of the first to scale the Berlin Wall as it came down brick by brick. <laughs> and there we see him apparently holding a uh, a German, an East German colored block. And no, that's uh, a flag. That's a German flag. That's a flag. That's the like, regular oh, German flag. Weird. Right. Okay. So, 1991. <laughs> tell us. All right. Rob was the real. Sc- <laughs> Scud <laughs> stud of Desert Storm shaped <laughs> incoming missiles to get the live story in scoop. The wimps uh, who uh, over the wimps who took shelter. <laughs> A little Jeez. explosion never hurt anybody. He was the original Baghdad Bob. Baghdad Rob. <laughs> Baghdad Rob. <laughs> oh my Ni- gosh, that's hilarious. And also in '91, Rob '91. Okay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, it's, uh, it's fine. Also 91, Rob earned some extra cash working as a body double for the T-1000 in T-2 Judgment Day. Hard work, but he'll be back. Bach. And then here we get to see, in 1994, he's apparently selling his asshole on the side of the road for a ride. Just like your mom. Woodstock or bust. (laughs) He's holding a sign saying Woodstock or bust. On the other hand, he's holding a bouquet of roses. And it says, Flower Power, Peace Child Rob thumbed a ride to Woodstock to experience the anniversary event, Mud and All, far out. And they oh, don't. And he doesn't tell you about the times he got raped on the road. Because that would have been, what, the third, the what, 25th or 35th? Woodstock, Woodstock was 69. 69. That was the mm. 25th anniversary so of Woodstock. 79, yeah, 25, okay. God, we're what? So then we're, we gotta be getting close to 50, right? Well, 50 would be... 19. 19. Shit, next... The year after next. Mm-hmm. Well, and people are listening next year. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, and in uh, 95, Rob was on the ball as Talboy for <laughs> Countdown Cal Ripken Jr. As he set a major league record for consecutive games played. God, that was that long ago. All right. I'm surprised we didn't see a jockstrap hanging off him. And then finally, in 1986, what's next? As the world watches, he'll roll into the stadium next summer in Atlanta. Torch ablaze to light the Olympic flame. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to roll out to the Olympic Park and see the explosions. <laughs> he's going to personally curb stomp the what is he? <laughs> Who was the... What was the guy that got wrongfully accused of the bombing? Was that Oh, I don't Pearl? know. Something... Yeah. All right, let's see. They also have some top tens. Ken Bone. The Bone Zone. All right. We got some some link pictures here. Yes. Him repelling an Octorok blast, waving his fingers with the word magic coming up. And if you think that's pretty good, the next one has him waving a white flag, kneeling face down, ass up, because that's the way he likes to fuck. And he's got the Master Sword plunged in his Lost Woods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see 1990, 1988 Nintendo Power's top 10 Legend of Zelda Punch Out Metroid Mario Brothers Kid Icarus RC Pro-Am Ice Hockey Rad Racer Top Gun and Double Dribble 
And Mike, what was their 94 top 10? And that was starting from number one, by the way. So Legend of Zelda was number one. Yeah, Legend of Zelda was number one. Mario Brothers was, again, number one. So it was two number <laughs> two ones. Two number ones. <laughs> Nobody's number two in Nintendo land. And then we got yeah, Mega so Man 4 as three, because that's not confusing. Then Metroid was number four. Number five was the NES Open Tournament Golf. Number six was Zelda 2 The Adventure of Link. Number seven, Dr. Mario. Number eight, Final Fantasy. Number nine, Nintendo World Cup. And number ten, Baseball Stars. This was their top ten all-time NES list, apparently, by the way. <clears throat> oh, okay. Really? Yeah, that's why the, the new games were few and far between. Drop the... Drop NES from the top 20, the final... No. The final... Mm. This is just the last one that they printed. This isn't all-time. But it has, like, some long-time ones. You can't tell me that Baseball Stars and Nintendo World Cup were in the top ten. Yeah, it's something's yeah. wrong all with time. this list. I don't know. It's just Mega Man list. 4 would not be that not be number three, but Mega Man 2, if anything. You know what's really awesome? We get to see one of their early designs for the NES, and fuck, it looks good. Yeah, that's what, that's what that's Ben was talking totally about. That's like, totally what we were just talking about, like five minutes uh, ago. Yeah, yeah, but Mike's was brain was, Mike's brain was focused on you know Rob's adventures. So, reading and not listening. Typical. Mm-hmm. When would when would Mike contr- ever pay attention to what we have to say? The contr- <laughs> the Nintendo looks like a VCR. The controller looks like a cassette, and the the guns. Oh man, these guns look awesome. Hmm. All right, let's move on to uh, Spider-Man and Venom: Separation Anxiety. Didn't it just so have an I, Aerosmith soundtrack? Or a Green Jelly? That was the first one. That was uh, Maximum Carnage. Ah. So this is more or less a sequel to that. Love uh, me, love me, love in me, terms love of me. like video game development, it's, it's got similar graphics, sort of very cartoony looking. And um, it supposedly has a rock soundtrack, but I gotta be honest with you, it's like the worst video game music I think I've ever heard, or one of the worst. I think they tried to do like a bass effect on the Super NES with like guitar riffs just going but like the bass sound effect just sounds like an alarm going off. <laughs> it's just like Wow. It sounds awful. I had to turn the volume me. off when I was playing. Wow, who thought Green Jelly was actually the improvement? It was. They had a good track there. Well brought up. Too bad I Too wasn't. Bad you weren't. Yep. <laughs> so Separation Anxiety, what's the storyline? Well, it uh, turns out that uh, the symbiote that has attached itself to Eddie Brock went and attached itself to four other children, including Carnage and three other random people. Um, so, so your Topher job, Grace isn't there yet. No, your job is to okay. take them down. And good news, in this game, you can play as a team. Yes, it's two players simultaneous. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Watch out. So it is a side-scrolling beat-em-up, same way that Maximum Carnage was, and you're just kind of walking along fighting random dudes. And I, I, I played through this, I honestly couldn't get past even the first boss, <laughs> just because you lose health so fast. Uh. You're just fighting randoms, and like they hit you one time and it takes down a quarter you know, of your life or whatever, you only get three lives and you're done. So it's a game genie game. It's, yeah, except there's no cheats available, I looked. <laughs> <laughs> it's made it's made the same way that a, uh, a you know quarter eater 
at an arcade would be made, but it's made for the Super Nintendo, you know, which doesn't always work that great. So I'm sure if it was an arcade game, it'd probably be fun. Go, oh, I remember that game. That was fun. You could just keep putting money in and playing. But like the fact that you this run out of you know lives so early into the game means you never like to play it. Mike loved you know, going to the arcade with his mom because she came home with more quarters than when he left. hi <laughs> She's. I heard she got a special trick with the quarters she can do, too. <laughs> she makes them disappear, if you know what I mean. Whoa, that's going to end in septic shock. Mike. Fuck you. Good news is you can always look to her for change. Just slap her on the butt and some quarters will pop out. Alright. That's what I call a slot machine. <laughs> She's paying up, boys! <laughs> so. Alright. Well, yeah. Controls were decent. I mean, it was actually pretty cool because you could the, all the buttons were mapped to different things, so you could you know just swing your web on the fly. You could uh, as as Venom use the symbiote to grab people and all that kind of stuff. Can we talk so, about the Spider-Man pelvic ball thrust on page twenty-five? What? Where is oh, this yeah. happening? <laughs> Look at page the smash and dash. <laughs> he goes bah on my balls. <laughs> Oh. I think he's doing uh, hitting with him with his knee, but yes, mm. I see what you mean. The, the fact that they're lined up like nuts is fucking hilarious, and they seem to be spraying out this green liquid on them. Weird. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Lovely. All right. Yeah. So that was so my take on the game. Ben says pass. Yeah. I mean, unless you could find some kind of cheat code for it, I would. Who's the it. the girl Venom? There's two of them. There's Violet, and then there's Whiplash. Okay, which one's this one? The uh, yellow red one says Whiplash. Mm. I guess it looks like they don't even know the names of these characters besides Carnage <laughs> and Spider Man. Like they are from the comics. There you go, laddie. All right. Yeah, and then somehow when you beat them, instead of like absorbing them or whatever, they you fight them again later. This does not make sense. Nope. And then yep. Spider Man just pulls a full on Chris Brown on the uh, in the hothouse. Just like laying it into this violet girl, and then she does this weird handstand split thing, and it looks like the, in the end you face carnage. Yay! So, oh. All right, that All was right. entertaining. Sports scene by Muddy Fields. Ugh. <laughs> and it's just and it's just focusing on his shorts, and you know yeah. that's what they're talking about. Got some hot crotch action going on there. All right, it's a slam dunk NBA Live '96. I actually think I rented this game at one point, and holy crap, it was bad. Um, I think you can have <laughs> an EA game. I think game you can have four four people playing at once, which was kind of cool. It's like two guys, like two on two. Oh, good. So you don't suffer alone. Yeah, but it just basketball did not translate well to the Super NES, so. And then, let's see, Madden 96 includes two feline football expansion teams, the Panthers and the Jaguars. Mm. Just what you're looking for. Um, there's another Tecmo Super Bowl coming. <laughs> Just what everybody wanted. Um, hey, Marshall Fox in this game. Well, there you go. He, he played, like, in our lifetimes. <laughs> 
And uh, NHL 96, you can see the graphical improvement in the hockey is getting pretty good. I think 93 and 94 were my favorite years, though. So uh, There's also Time Warner's Wayne Gretzky and the NHLPA All-Stars game coming out, uh, which is it like a weird um, like three-quarters view angle? I don't know. Instead of top-down, just not what anybody wants for the hockey game. There's another FIFA game coming. Uh, Konami has International Superstar Soccer coming. This has been the same just all the time. Uh, and Emmett Smith football. Just what you <laughs> wanted. Oh, God. It just looks like AIDS in video game form. <laughs> so... They interviewed him, though. They interviewed him with him. Yeah. All right. Nintendo Power, tell us your role in making of Emmett Smith football for the Super NES. Well, you see, uh, JVC <laughs> drove up to my house with a dump truck full of money, and <laughs> they dumped it on my lawn, and I said, yeah, you can put my name on whatever you fucking want to. I'm Emmett Smith. All right. Uh, what he actually <laughs> says, <laughs> I enjoyed developers. Actually, he's pretty straight edge from what I understand. He he went most of his career without kind of a tarnished image. But there's like there is a cool little like playbook thing where you can design your plays, it looks like. That's I guess kinda cool. I enjoyed developing the plays in the game and I helped out with quality control. Blah 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 blah. What's your favorite feature? My favorite feature is to be the variety of plays. We put in sixty custom plays. That's a lot of variety. I played so many video games that I need I know you need variety to keep the game interesting. Besides the Dallas Cowboys, what other teams do you like in the game? Obviously, the 49ers are a great team. And I also like the Raiders. There's always been something about the Raiders that gets fans going. The Raider mystique. Just win, baby. Any personal tips for players starting out? Um, B. Emmett Smith. Okay. <laughs> you can probably always guess this your, one. Always my be advice yourself, to, unless you my can advice, be Emmett Smith. My advice is to run the ball with Emmett Smith. <laughs> what are some of the favorite plays in Emmett Smith football? <laughs> I both like the handoff to Emmett Smith and the pass to Emmett Smith. No, he, he, says, he says one of them is called the slant. Yeah, that's a quick pass uh, on a diagonal. It's actually a term still used in football. So, Care to comment? Not, so not when he throws it to the Asian guy. Well... If Mike's mom was in the game, it would be the gash. <laughs> All right. Nintendo Power. Care to comment on the Dallas Cowboys' chances for the Super Bowl this year? Good. Very good. We're executing well right now. As long as everybody stays healthy, we've got a good shot at it. Well, this, sportsman, did you know what the outcome was? Uh, 96. So what? This would have been 96 Super Bowl? Yeah. I don't remember them sequentially, so... Who won the Super Bowl in 96? Thank you, Google. Uh, Dallas. So, yes, he was right. Wow. The Cowgirls won the last of their Super Bowls. They have yet to win a, a playoff game since. <laughs> you will win, but it will be the last time you win. Yeah. Because Emmett Smith, his brain will get scrambled and he forgot to play football. Apparently he's Asian all of a sudden. All right. <laughs> Uh, Big Sky Trooper, which was a LucasArts game that I yep. played. Hmm. Um, oh, man. Good times, I remember with this game. Yeah, like, 
Very odd. Very, very odd game. Um, kind of hard to understand. The big thing that you need to, to know about it, like... So the, the way the game works is... You're uh, recruited into, like, battling the slug army. <laughs> and uh, you basically jump into a mech suit to... Tra- and you, like, so you'll travel to a world... You have to do, like, an asteroids mode where you shoot uh, all the slug spaceships out of orbit, and then you land on the planet and clear the planet of the slug army who are, like, anti-advertising is their big thing. I don't know. It's really weird. Um, Well, I think you have to do advertising because you have to, like, make money for the army. Right, but, like, the the big (laughs) thing... You have to pay for your equipment by being a shill. The big th- yeah, it's just odd. But like the big thing that the enemy the enemy hates ads. Like the the title screen comes in, the enemy appears and like blows the Lucas Arts ad away. It's it's just I was in love with the game the second I saw that. Like that's just like a logo. Wait a second, that's too close to an ad. It's super <laughs> weird. Um, the what uh, like, like the the movement's quick. Like it's not a bad mech game in the sense that you can't move around because it's kind of cartoony. So you can mm-hmm. like kind of jet around the maps and. The big thing is, like, if you stick with it, you'll get power-ups for the mech suit. Like, the mech suit sucks balls at first, so you have to stick with it for a little bit, and then you get, like, the better weapons. Like, so, it's quite, from what I understand from what I was reading and watching and playing and everything, it takes a while to get the mech suit up to, like, top level, so you're in for a bit of a haul. This is not a quick play, but um, it can be pretty fun by the end of it. Um... It's not too hard. It's it was made with kids in mind, so it doesn't kick your ass like too bad. But there's quite a bit here. Like it's it's you know a twenty thirty hour game at least. So it's got that Lucas Arts charm to it. Yeah, it's definitely one of the weirder Lucas Arts games. That's for sure. I would cool. say cautiously check it out. See if it's for you. All right, Mike. Let's hear about Booger Man. Uh, and then, we'll, then we'll take a break. It's a very interesting game, despite the fact that your attacks are the flick, the burp, the fart, and uh, if you find the right power-up, you can get the spicy burp and the flame fart. Mm. The, one of the buttons just makes you stand up and say, Booger! <laughs> <laughs> That's all. No flash Phenomenal. on the screen, no nothing. It's just you get to taunt your enemies by just standing up and proudly declaring booger. Nice. Love me, love me, love me. So this this game, you, you play like a billionaire named Snotty Ragsdale, which, you know, if you're a billionaire, just get your fucking, buy a name change. Oh, buy some new pair of vodka. shoes and shirt. This drink is all vodka right now. Ugh. <laughs> is that what we drank that night we did the Drunk Mario? No, this Super is Mario? new. My uh, mom's boyfriend gave this to me. But we that's all we drank was straight vodka, right? Yeah, you were taking straight fucking vodka shots. That's on the Patreon, by the way, if you want to hear uh, <laughs> me and Ben and our friend Dan drunkenly play Mario Kart. There you go. Mm, indeed. Glorious. <laughs> I don't even right. I need to go listen to that, because we probably said some super fucked up shit on that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's not yeah, too bad. So it's, you, it's mainly me being belligerent. Like, I didn't realize how like, belligerent I am when I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm like, get the goddamn game on! What's the problem? Why is it not working? Yeah. 
So I didn't get no, to you're going to have another drink. You're going to have another drink. You drink it. You yeah, drink I just it. Start, I just started drinking water because I was like, I'm going to puke if I drink anything else. But, oh, you have to. You got to hydrate. Yeah, so you swing around on like vines of snot. Like this game, just like it, it's got one rule be gross. And the play control That's how you is, sell the kids. The play control go. is not awful. Like, it's not like other Super Nintendo games that had this problem with gravity. Where no matter where you go, you're just, like, sliding around constantly. You know what? This game has good traction. There's 0% chance this game gets made today. Like, this is exclusively what you would get in the 90s. Like, oh, it is so fucking juvenile. <laughs> this is, like, the Garbage Pail Kids era. Like, there's nothing... I don't... I think that's something... I, I mean, I'm kind of glad that there was a point in time where this kind of game, someone, like, greenlit it. Like, oh, yeah, let's make a game mm. about... A booger superhero, like, and, and we'll load it, and we'll load it with little orcs from the movie Wizards, and we'll just throw that in there and see if Tolkien sues us, or see if Robert Crumb sues us. Or no, wait, I don't know. I can see someone making this today. If uh, someone made it as an indie title, I mean, there's there's some where like, uh, you know, like uh, zombie right. Vikings is, but out it there. wouldn't be like mainstream promoted like this. No. Yeah, because this it got would be on Steam. Oh like, my god, you're, you're the first boss in this game. I, I should have played this game to the boss because your first boss is Hick Boy, and it's a bumpkin with overalls, and he throws chickens at you apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it seems like he has a cape, or is that just like some background? You're the one that's supposed to play this game. You ask us, like we I didn't would make know. it to the boss. Get one job. Well, you gave me several jobs. Yeah, and you did none of them. <laughs> yeah, Except you didn't even do Mortal Kombat 3. You suck. I played a fighting game before. It's pretty much the same. Oh, my uh, God. i punch you in the face. Uh, I played a video game before. They're all the same, That's huh? why I'm going into retirement, so I can drive you know to what? Canada and fucking choke him out. I played RPGs before. They're basically all the same. Why should I play another one? <sighs> oh, fuck. No, you do not get to throw that double standard at me. <laughs> yes, I do, because I did play those shitty-ass games. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> I still played him, and I still complained about him. There you yeah, go. Yeah, nobody wanted to play Secret of Evermore, which was a great game. It wasn't in the table of contents. Yeah, it kind of was, actually. Ooh. Well, no, it wasn't. If you look on the table of contents, it's not listed. It is. It was on the, the, it was on the title page. The things. Well, I looked at the text file of the Sotelo contents, okay? Oh, didn't have it on there. Epic Center, it's there. Alright, well, whatever. Anyways. Well, see, I did do that. Boom! Bonus points. No, you get You no did that because you wanted to. You didn't yeah. do that because you had to. <laughs> <laughs> I Biting. did it at this time because I wanted. Cause no, it was... you need to do the assign games next time. Alright. It's your what? homework, it's your job. It's a this isn't a games review podcast, it's a game magazine review podcast. No, we're playing the games. All right, someone tell me Fuck why. Fuck it, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> Woo! Cocaine. It's a hell of a drug. All right. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> sucks. All right. So, could they not say the word fart? They had to. They had to say F R R T. The furt. Where? In the oh. attacks, page forty-five. The, the flame furt and the furt. Yeah, it looks like Nintendo made them edit that. That's funny. You but, can't review yeah. a game like this with that. The game's like that too, though. Because oh, you don't get to weasel out of this, you little fuck. I'm done listening to him. 
When he farts, though, it says F R R T coming out of his huh. ass. So they're following it. So they're following. No, it doesn't. It's R R. Yeah. Yeah. Fart. So they've edited. Like Nintendo forced them to edit it. You think so? Or they were yeah. just being stylish. No. I love the Why look on you? his face, though. I mean, <laughs> he Why is would just. You? Sorry. Hmm. I mean, why would you have everything else in and that out? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's true. And you warp around with toilets. That's your warp pipe in this game. Like, this is not the warp pipe. This is what the pipe is attached to. Yeah, this game is disgusting in a good way. Like, it's definitely oddball. It's very... I would recommend playing it. It is, like, goofy and gross and terrible, but it's a It's a... Mechanically, it plays well, so, you know, get on it. It's a platformer from the creators for Earthworm Jim with a similar art style right. and humor. But so just if you like Earthworm Jim, you'll like this game, basically. Extra grimy. Extra disgusting. All right, let's hit up the poster, and then we'll call it a break here. All right. Poster is Donkey Country 2 Diddy's Kong Quest, which has always been difficult for me to say because I want to say Diddy Kong's Quest. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense to me. Um, so it's got, is that Daisy? Dick, Diddy. Dixie. 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 Diddle Dixie and... <laughs> Diddly Con. Diddly Con. <laughs> Ditsy um, Kong, there we go. There you go. And they're, they're swinging in and on a pirate ship, and there's a bunch of Kremlings below. Apparently so, after they killed King Cruel, they stole his ride. It's not stealing if the owner's dead. I think the game <clears> starts <throat> off on his ride. Anyway, so it's a nice poster. All CGI characters. Well done. Yeah, not terrible. All right, let's go ahead and take a break, and then we'll come back and resume at the Epic Center, and we'll listen to Mike drone on about uh, Secret Evermore. Oh, I'm so glad I have vodka. <laughs> I need to go. To, I need to go get another beer. Hmm. All okay, right. On that note, thanks Wait, everybody. If, if you need to, if you need to reach out to us. Facebook? Reach out to Jess. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Facebook uh, and Mike's on Instagram. <laughs> what, get the power 88? I'm not on Instagram, yeah. I'm on Twitter. Is it Twitter? Whatever. Pinterest? Yeah. Something. <laughs> what's your, Gr- what's your, what's your grinder handle? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Play, yeah. play with my power. Facebook.com slash playing with power podcast, Patreon.com slash playing with power. Playingwithpowerpodcast.com, playingpowerpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> and if you want more of Mike, where can we find you? The Graveyard Shift. For horror with Sheldon and Mike. That's the full name you have to type in because you don't want to get the Christian podcast called The Graveyard Shift. I don't know why they chose that fucking name for a Christian discussion podcast. It has nothing to do with graves. Sheldon is really good. It's worth a listen for that. I'll say that much. It is a really nice show. It's a shame that you guys didn't like do your own Google search about <laughs> untaken podcast names before you <laughs> before you chose Graveyard Shift. Well, the the, uh. the the front running name before that was the Boneyard, but we were afraid that John would be listening for the wrong reasons. <laughs> is that is that taken? Did you search that? No, but we're pretty sure that has to be a bar in San Francisco. It's not Bone Chuckers, is it? <laughs> no, that's the bar in Alabama. Oh, okay. The one Roy Moore hangs, hangs out at? 
No, that's uh, the middle school. <laughs> oh, very good. That's the one. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And now you're playing with power. system now you're playing with power and now you're playing with vodka